Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. I don't know how we got to this place in the NFL, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, and um, uh, we're starting to Starting to get a sense that things are going to look a little different next year in the, Na- the National Football League. Welcome in. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here uh, live on Fox Sports Radio. And as we do every day, uh, we're broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. A little programming note. About, by the way, um, there's a lot of different programming notes. Uh, I would encourage you to download my most recent episode of All Ball. Um, All Ball is a long-form interview podcast and long form interview podcast that we do. So you just type in all ball, wherever you download podcasts or you can find it on my Twitter page or on our Facebook page as well. And, um, the, the most recent one revolves around Steve Wojciechowski, who was kind of a hmm, college rival. Obviously, you know, him as Wojo, um, a guy who's the former point guard at Duke, former assistant coach at Duke, and former head coach at Marquette. Um, Part two is I've never had a guy get as deep and as emotional, and it was really, really a special thing. So that's the All Ball Podcast with Wojo. You should download it today. Additionally, a little programming note, tomorrow I'm guest hosting The Herd, Colin Cowherd. I'll be in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Tournament. Last night I got a chance to see Gonzaga take down St. Mary's. Um, so more for social media, if you have a college basketball question, you're getting ready to set your brackets uh, or you're getting ready to go on to Bet Rivers and check out futures. I, I think that's a, a place for that. Bet, speaking of Bet Rivers, check out the latest lines in World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I have... People always say, like, what's your favorite movie? Man, I love movies. Um, love, 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 love. Like, uh, because I'm leaving town, I'm going to try and get one of the kids to go see the new Batman. Have, have anybody seen the new Batman? I've heard Jason? great things. I've heard great things about that movie. Uh, Ramos, have you seen, ever seen the new Batman? I, Not to throw names around, but I did get invited to a screening of the Batman. I could not make it on that night. But uh, so, no, the answer is no, I did not see it yet. Hold on a second. I think we're going to. It was I my thought, bad. What, what do you mean it's your bad? About not going to the screening. No, I, I know it's your bad. <laughs> did Zoe Kravitz invite you to it? If Zoe Kravitz invited you or Colin Farrell invited no, you. No, okay. it was a strictly media in, invite to see the movie. Okay, I just like a Zoe. Yeah, no, I, you. They'd be like, "Listen, I'm happily married. I can't, <laughs> Zoe. I know you're going through some things. I don't know if it's appropriate." Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I bring it up because I I love. I mean, there's just people say like like when Christopher Nolan took over the Batman franchise, like those are incredible movies. You know, um, 
one of my favorite movies, and I don't know, Jay, Stu, if you've been with me long enough, do, do you know the genre, do you know I love sub-movies, submarine movies? Yep, we've been through that, yep. Okay, so I think uh, the two most recent submarine movies that are really good, Crimson Tide, right? not terribly believable, right? Not the the premise of it is pretty believable, like, but two guys fighting over the con, like on a on a on a nuclear submarine in the United States military, yeah, that that's that's not happening. Um, Hunt for Red October. Now that that's an amazing movie, and there's a line in Hunt for Red October that I love, right? And if you remember. Do you guys know Hunt for October? I mean, how could anybody? Hunt for October is one of the five movies on TNT on a spring Saturday. Like, look, if you don't love Hunt for October or Green Mile or Shawshank Redemption, you better hope baseball comes back because those are the type of filler movies that uh, that that we're in for. Hunt for October, of course, st- uh, starred Sir Sean Connery or Sir Sir Sean Connery. Uh, but it also had James Earl Jones and a very young, very young Alec Baldwin. Um, and a guy who was a Fred Thompson, okay, was Admiral Painter. You guys remember Fred Thompson? Of course. Yeah, so, Love yeah. that guy. And now did Fred Thompson, did he become like a senator? Right? Didn't he become? Didn't he end up becoming a senator? I think after he was acting, he became a senator. Yes. Okay. So Fred Thompson at some point says, "The average Ruski doesn't take a dump without a plan, son." Right? Do you, do you guys remember that scene at all? I think it's a shower scene or whatever where Alec Baldwin finds a way to get onto the on onto the um, the USS Dallas. He says, "The the average Ruski doesn't take a dump without a plan, son." Anybody remember that line? Of course. Yes. Okay. That's a great one. Well. I'm I'm checking today, and I saw that Carson Wentz got traded for a uh, third round pick this year, a third round pick next year, a second round pick this year, so second and a third and a third. And Carson Wentz, who the Colts were, they can say all they want that they hadn't decided, but they had basically decided at the end of the season that Carson Wentz wasn't their guy. And th- there was this kind of kind of weird when your head coach believes in a quarterback and then your head coach stops believing in the quarterback you gotta go but this is one of those he wasn't their first choice he wasn't their second choice hell he may not have been their third or fourth choice but you gotta have a date to the prom and the washington football team ended up getting one and i i'm gonna tell you like one you gotta have you have to have a plan of these things that's what you've seen executed by the Broncos. That's what you've seen executed by the Washington football team. And I think, and this is the big question, like this is a legitimate question for the Seahawks. What is their plan? Right? Because if you're going to offer up Russell Wilson in a trade and the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Denver Broncos are all going to make some sort of offer, you, you got to, you got to have a plan. This is not, this is like the, ask people why they're not selling their house now. Home sale values are nuts. Like nuts. Like there's a house down the street from me that the guy bought a year ago and he's just going to sell it because he could double his money. 
and he didn't do anything to the house. And the reason that the values are so high is one inflation, two, the interest rates are still crazy low and three limited inventory. And you're like, well, why would there be limited inventory when the housing prices are so high? And the answer is because most people are like, man, I don't have a plan. If I sell my house, I don't want to move out of the neighborhood. And there's nothing that I want to buy. And if I buy it, I'm going to be over my skis and what I'm purchasing. The, the challenge to the Seahawks is what is their plan? Is their plan to Sean Watson? Is their plan just get through this year? Right? Like Dan Beyer hated my thought of a plan, but I'm sure it's it now it might not be plan A or plan B or plan C. But there is a there has to be some form of plan out there where if they can't figure out a way to get a Deshaun Watson, if they or some other legitimate, reputable top 10, top 15 quarterback, do you punt for a year and just not worry about the quarterback position and reload your franchise? That is, again, all part of the plan. Remember, Pete Carroll signed a long-term extension. So did John Daniels sign a long-term extension. So they're not going anywhere. And there's really, I believe, and you guys could update me if I'm wrong, there's essentially no owner or active owner of the Seahawks. So with, with that in mind, like it's kind of their ship. And if they take a year away from competing and then circle back next year when they've reloaded their roster where the cap has already spiked up, where they've now finally replenished draft picks, now they can get back into the quarterback game. But the, the, the point of it is what the Washington football team did was execute a plan. And you may not like the plan, but part of plans are you got to have plan A, got to have plan B, got to have plan C, got to have plan D. I would guess that Wentz is somewhere in the C or D variety, right? Like we want Aaron Rodgers, couldn't get him. One Russell Wilson, couldn't get him. We'd love to have Deshaun Watson, but ah, you know, you, you got, you got a team that's being sued because of men within the organization sexually harassing women we can't bring into sean watson all right plan c that's out the window what's plan d what's plan e so i i i, I find this whole thing to be fast like i'm did they call on kyler murray you know do that where it is and i would also guess that that um you know you have Jameis winston like they can't with Jameis winston's background regardless of the fact that never been found guilty of any of this stuff outside of the whatever inappropriate thing happened in a Uber ride in Phoenix. Outside of that, again, like under the eyes of the court of law, like he's never been found guilty of anything going back to college outside of being dumb and yelling out some stupid meme. But in terms of optics, I don't think they can go there. And for a team that if you go back, Ron Rivera, right? When he first took over his first year and he had Alex Smith, this quarterback before Alex Smith's leg broke so badly, he had 17 surgeries. They were in first place in the NFC East. So does this mean that Washington nailed it? You know, I think they're in a better place today than they were previously. And while you can absolutely be critical of Carson Wentz to the Washington football team, hey, that's two straight years that teams have bailed on him. One, the Eagles that took a major cap hit and bit the bullet and traded him. And then the Colts, you know, they went and overspent in terms of draft capital and, finan and financial resources 
Two teams bailed on him, including one that's in that division. This is what I always tell people. What were your options? You as a fan have every right to be upset at whatever your team ended up coming up with. But what were your options? And it's pretty obvious that Aaron Rodgers wasn't an option. Russell Wilson, probably not an option. Deshaun Watson, I don't think is an option. Jameis Winston, I don't think is an option. So if you tell me it's Carson Wentz who, though he didn't play well enough down the stretch, he wasn't terrible last year. And remember, this Washington football team, when healthy, might have the best pass rush in football. And I'm not trying to dismiss Nick Bosa. I'm not trying to dismiss the, the, the LA Rams. Like the Washington football team made the playoffs simply based upon their defensive front two years ago. And they were in a bad division. But that's what I think of today. The average Ruski doesn't take a dump without a plan, sir. Well, they, the Washington Commanders, they had a plan. And you may not love it, and, but this was not plan A. It was not plan B. I don't think it's plan C. But for plan B, plan D, to get a guy who's been a starting quarterback in the NFL for uh, more than half a decade, is coming off a year where he's been completely healthy, does obviously have knowledge of the division, I don't think it's terrible. Byer, we're going to get into it a little bit later. I, and I know Jody Allen's the owner of the Seahawks. His sister, Leigh Paul Allen. Most people think that she's she's kind of a vacant owner. She just lets them lets them run the team. She has a little bit more say, a little bit more say in the Portland Trailblazers, the other team that the late Paul Allen owned. But most people believe that she can be bought out of either. Byer, do you think Deshaun Watson is ultimately the plan A for the Seahawks? No. I'm not saying it's 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 not a plan, but I just don't know how he could be plan A when we don't even know today if he can play next year. Um, so I think there's a variety of ways that they're going. After Friday, um, sure, maybe full steam ahead, but I just don't know how you could put um, you know, all of your eggs in that basket. But also, um, then you're kind of back to where you are Um in the quarterback situation um, of trying to rebuild your team. Um, so that's uh, that's just what, what I wonder. Like, how much better are the Seahawks with Deshaun Watson at quarterback um, with the current state of affairs with their roster? So what, what, do you, what do you think, like, if you were in a meeting with John Daniels, John Schneider. The, so I mean, yeah. John Schneider. Well, I can say John Daniels. My fault. John Daniels is the he's the young he was the general manager with the Rangers, right? Yeah. Um, okay. It would John Schneider. Uh, you're in a meeting with him. What would your idea be? Uh, and I, I know that your idea would be don't trade Russell Wilson. I got no, that. no. Hey. It actually, it, no. That would have been my. I. I have it no would have been get with, back more in return. Yeah. That I just. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. So so the the decision is made. You got what you got. Mm-hmm. And he says, Dan, what do you think? I would I would uh, look at the draft would be my first option. Do you think that uh, a guy like you know Malik Willis from Liberty could be your guy? We know it's not a strong quarterback draft. Uh, that would be my my first option. Then I would take a one year flyer on. You mentioned I think Ryan Fitzpatrick earlier when talking about Washington, um, Taylor Heineke, um, any of those guys that that could be available. That would be the stopgap then to fill the gap to next season where 
you may have more options at quarterback in the 2023 draft, or maybe free agency and trades are more available to you at that point, and now you have the draft capital to do so. I, I think what one thing that's fascinating is teams, one, obviously it's a copycat league, but people like to find ways to be successful in ways they were successful in the past, right? I mean, that, mm-hmm. That's reasonable. Like, I, okay, so if you have the same front office guys, basically, and I know there's some changes, but basically same GM, same coach as the last time they hit it out of the park, I don't think they're going to find a Hall of Famer in the third round at sure. quarterback. But if the plan is, hey, we just, because remember, th- this is what people have to remember about Russell Wilson. If we take a snapshot of Russell Wilson now, that's not the quarterback he was the first couple of years. I point this out all the time. I think, and Chase, do you can look up these numbers. I think it was nine times, nine times, he threw for less than 200 yards his rookie season. Now, he was very good, but they really, really limited. They ran the football, and he ran the football a lot. Mm-hmm. And they, they basically played to their strength, which was their defense. And they built this unbelievable roster around a third-round pick who didn't make any money. And uh, and then eventually when he had to make money, everybody had to make money, that's when they had to shed some salary. And some of those guys aged out. My guess would be that as much as we'd like to think people change, evolve, and think differently in terms of, in business especially, you want to do what you did somewhere else or some other time mm-hmm. to be successful. I think that's their plan. I think it's a, a great observation. And so much is made about Russell Wilson being the third-round pick. The two picks that actually were probably most important were the early picks when they had two first-rounders and they took Russell Okun as their left tackle sure. and then Earl Thomas was the safety. Remember the Earl Thomas or Taylor Mays uh, conversation that you right. had? Like, that's who Pete Carroll, he's going to go with his USC guy. No, they went to Earl Thomas and, you know, whatever now with Earl Thomas. But he was, you know, he was kind of that guy. And then they also hit on Bobby Wagner in that yeah. uh, draft of Russell Wilson. I think you're right about that. I think that's what they want to do. They got now the two uh, first-round picks next year. They only have the one this year because they traded theirs away. But I think I think you're right along that, correct in saying that along that path, that, hey, let's, let's try it again. Let's try and see what we did last time and, and maybe get a couple of cornerstone pieces in these next two drafts and build that way and maybe if the quarterback is in the third round he happens to be there that's fine but yeah i think it's a totally fair assessment be sure to catch the live edition of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app so uh remember last month right i mean when you say last month, it feels a long time ago. This is March 9th, so it wasn't that long ago. But remember when Kyler Murray took down his any sort of tracking, anything that related him to the Arizona Cardinals? Right, well, that scrub is over. His Instagram page has all his previous posts restored, 371 of them. He apparently had archived them. Do you guys do that? Do you guys know how to do that? I don't know how to Not do that. Not at all. So here's what it means to me. Right. It means to me that he, he obviously has somebody else running his social media page, but taking down 371 posts and archiving them and then putting them back like all of this is a move of, of manipulation. Right. Right. So why did he put him back? 
Did he put him back because the bluff was called or did he put him back because he will get his new deal? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Adam Kaplan joins us. Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Um, uh, OK, where are we with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and the contract that was reported to be done? And then Aaron Rodgers said it's not signed. W- where does that stand as of now? Yeah, he's not confirming the four for the two hundred million. Uh, the, the deal will have to be better than Patrick Mahomes' deal, first of all, in terms of average per year. Mahomes' deal was extremely team friendly. Uh, the structure will be friendly, so they, that's how they're able to get Devontae Adams back. But he's going to make legitimate money. I mean, the, the Mahomes contract was overstated. This is going to be a legitimate contract, uh, no matter how many years it is. It's going to be more of a two-year deal, as I understand it. Uh, which makes Jordan Love uh, and his agent that probably want to do something else because it's just it's over for for Love obviously as a potential starting quarterback. But no, it it, it it'll as soon as um, the final details are worked out, he will be there. Um, again, so so I, so wait so wait, so yeah. you're telling me okay so again this is just kind of a educated guess right yeah. that they they basically have the numbers kind of agreed to. They yeah. just got to figure out how they make it with the cap so that they can also have Devontae Adams have a new deal yes. that kind of marries in terms of length so that they're tied together. Well, first of all, let, let's go back to Devontae, to Devontae Adams. He got the franchise tag of just over $19 million. Uh, That is part of uh, Rogers' restructure. He, they had to actually restructure his deal, his current deal, uh, just to be able to get the Adams salary, uh, the, the uh, franchise tag. And also, by the way, they restructured at least a half a dozen contracts. So they created a ton of cap space, plus Rodgers in year one is creating a ton of cap space with his restructure and new deal. And we'll, we'll know kind of what that deal looks like soon. Uh, it'll be, to me, somewhere between 47 and 49, 49 and a half million per season. It's legitimate money, as I understand it. And uh, despite what happened in the playoffs, he deserves it. And this is just the way it is. They want to make another run, which I've been telling you, you know, every time you've had me on and asked about Rodgers, I said, look, my sense is he wants to be back. And by the way, that is why the Broncos did not wind up trading for him and all, any other team because teams were told that Rodgers wanted back and they didn't even try. I mean, they, the teams just knew kind of where Rodgers was. And uh, that was not, he was not going to be traded. The Packers were not going to let him walk. It just was not going to happen. And they were not going to trade him. Okay. Uh, I just, and and I'm, I'm not to that. It, it, it's, it'll be a four-year deal, but it'll really be a three-year deal. Structure, right. Yes. I, I can't I, imagine I, I think it'll be three years. I think right. it'll be, I think it'll be four total, but three in terms of real, because I, I, that's just, that's just my sense. When I heard 153 guaranteed, that means the third year has to somehow keep him there. Well, and no, that, what actually what you can do is depends on the structure. You, it, see, the NFL contractors are completely different from MLB. Yeah, an NBA like you could do a massive signing board for like seventy five to one hundred million bucks, and you, you you what you do is you have what are called voidable or dummy years where there's no cash in those years, but right. there's salary there's uh, signing bonus proration. So many deals now uh, are done like that because teams are willing to take bigger cap hits for the future. Because as you know, Doug, Caps the cap just went over up over twenty million, and by the oh. time the TV hit, uh, TV money hits next year. The, the, the increase is going to be massive for teams, and that's why teams are doing this. Okay, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Was, did Denver make the strongest offer? Yes, as I understand it. They cannot get that third first-round pick, but I would argue, though, I would argue, if you look at what they got, the two twos, instead of getting... Now, I know some people will say you'd rather have a first-round pick. First of all, Denver, with, with Russell Wilson, now, those first-round picks aren't going to be very good, most likely. They were always a quarterback away. You know, you could ask the the the, uh, the Raiders when they traded for Cleo Mack. Now they thought that the Bears would not be very good, and unfortunately, they wound up winning the 
uh, the NFC North in uh, 2018, so that those you know the draft compensation did not turn out to be as good. But the fact of the matter is, they're getting two twos. They're getting a starting tight end, Noah Fant, um, which, uh, quite frankly, uh, they they didn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerald Everett's contract is up, so they did fairly well. Um, there were other teams that had interest, but this is the best deal they can get for a team. I know the Seahawks hate this because they told me this. They hate when people say they're rebuilding, they're retooling the roster. To use John Schneider's uh, term that he gave me some years ago when the Legion uh-huh. Boom uh, was broken up. But they're a ways away. They don't have a quarterback. They're looking into that as we speak here. Like so many teams, Doug, it's 21 years covering this business. I've never seen so many teams needing a quarterback. And unfortunately, demand is outliving supply here. There's just not enough good ones to go around. Right. It's, it's, it's the housing market, really. It's, it's completely inflated, and there's just a limited supply. And it's interesting. I, I actually said Dan, Dan Beyer and I had a healthy argument last night where yesterday he's a big Seahawks fan. He's like, they didn't yes, get enough. Yes. And yeah. I, said, I said, like, look, one, you can only get what you can get. And two, draft picks – Everybody thinks of the draft picks that hit. It's like a 50-50 hit rate. They got a starting defense lineman, a starting tight end. And look, I'm not a Drew Locke fan. I'm not going to sit here. I, no, I, he's, I a don't, he's a He's a backup, okay? But they got a guy who has been a starting quarterback and makes minimum money. But you got two absolute starters and two first-round picks, which I think is as good as three first-round picks, Maybe, maybe even better. Well, and plus, remember, and, got, and that and that first second round pick, which is at forty this year, forty one this year, right? So, so it, again, it, it just depends on your look. But right. the fact of the matter is, the the Seahawks. Look, I've been saying now for Fox Sports Radio a year. In fact, I remember that NFL Network report uh, came out back after the season was over that the Seahawks don't want to trade him. They're not looking to trade him. First of all, you know, I caught, I didn't want to say I refuted it. I just said, look, let's get the free agency first. I'm not buying it. And here we are, we have free agency, and they, they, they moved them. On both sides wanted to – I'm just telling you, both sides were done with each other. It's, um, we'll talk more about this with Dan over the weekend, but I'll give you a little bit of a nugget here. D- uh, Russell Wilson played his best football of his career. It's not even close. In 2020, the first half, mm-hmm. 26, uh, 28 passing touchdowns in the first half, was on pace to set an NFL record for most touchdown passes in a season. Pete Carroll micromanaged that offense, I could tell you, including multiple sources. Pete does not want a passing game. He wants the offense to go through the running game. Russell Wilson wants to go through his right arm. Ne- they never could agree. They got along personally very well, but philosophically they had no relationship of, on that offense. And it would never work, and it didn't, and that's why this move was made. Adam Kaplan joining us, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Um, is, can the Seahawks take Deshaun Watson? If, can, they, can, can they get that done? Well, for, by the way, we're going to have we're going to finally get some information on Friday when uh, this the, the, the we're going to have more legal information on Friday. Depending how that goes, the Seahawks, as I understand it, are looking into uh, they they are looking at po- a lot of possibilities here. They're trying to figure out: do they want to spend a first round pick on a quarterback? Do they want to trade for a veteran like Watson? Do they want to trade for a younger quarterback that maybe some team is not sure about but they like? Um, they're looking at a lot of options, as, as I understand it. Now, they do have, obviously, a trade compensation now, which they didn't have in the first round because of the Jamal Adams trade, which clearly has not worked out to this point, but we'll see what happens. But they're looking into options, and uh, yes, the, they don't have a starting quarterback on the roster. They know that. They have two under, they have two under contract. One of them is, as you know, Drew Locke, the former second-rounder with the Broncos, but he's shown that he's only a backup. Right. But the fact of the matter is they're a team that's in transition, and they are joining so many teams that are trying to figure out do they make a trade for a quarterback or do they draft one? And I'm telling you, Doug, this is just on paper, and we'll find out down the road how good this draft is. You know, on paper, 
yeah, sure, maybe four quarterbacks will go in the first 60 picks, but there's just not a guy that teams say, oh, i got to have that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, how, how far down the plan A, plan B, plan C was Carson Wentz for the Washington Commanders? Well, <laughs> here's a funny story. So uh, their general manager, Martin Mayhew, admitted at the combine, they, they called every single team, okay? They called Seattle. Uh, they made an offer, which I, NFL Network first reported, and I could confirm that uh, they offered multiple first-round picks. Um, they looked at a, a, a bunch of situ- scenarios. This is the best that they can do. Uh, Carson, you know, it's unbelievable what Carson Wentz has yielded in, in, in two trades. A first and a third now, and you've got um, really five picks or so a total uh, in two trades here or so. Uh, yeah, this is the best that they thought they can get. And here's the thing. Ron Rivera, the head coach's personnel control. They are in quarterback purgatory. They kind of know that. They're kind of desperate here. Let's call it like it is. Although Carson Wentz, by the way, played fairly well last season. He, obviously, the last two games were abominable, including the last game where he didn't practice leading up to the Jacksonville game. But he still can play. It's, uh, you know, by the way, I'm, my understanding is uh, Jim Mercer, the owner, had a lot to do with this trade. He, uh, in terms of he wanted Wentz being moved. Uh, two people told me who would know. It wasn't just Chris Bauer, the GM, who was a little bit critical of Wentz. It was uh, Jim Mercer was the one who really uh, had a lot to do with this trade. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's Adam Kaplan. He's our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Um, okay, Kyler Murray puts 371 posts <laughs> in, involving he and the Cardinals back on his IG page. Okay, so there's only two possible scenarios here. One, he's going to get that contract extension, or two, they called his bluff and he, he backed down. Which is it? Yeah, I, my understanding is, that, first of all, they've got three years of him under control. They have this year and then two, uh, two uh, they actually fifth, actually four years, really. Four years. Year That's not, he's got no years. negotiating power. Right, he can't go right, anywhere for four right. years. This Maybe year, even five, because you could do a right. transition tag the next year. Well, think of it this way. They've got this year's is the final year of his rookie deal, then the fifth-year option, then two tags. So they've got him for four years. The fact of the matter is they don't have to do anything right now. Uh, they just don't. Um, I, I don't know that anything's imminent. I just know that they, because – oh, by the way, we need to mention one. I don't, I, I don't remember if we were on recently, but Cliff Kingsbury coming back is major for Kyler Murray. Major. He is the reason why Kyler Murray is a, cor- a cardinal. Uh, the main reason. Okay, it's not even close. He, he is the reason he recruited him, we know. Uh, in college, uh, he's known him for several years. He's running the system that he wants to run. Uh, no, Kyle Murray's going to be around a long, as long as Cliff Kingsbury is around, and he just signed a five-year extension. Who was on the final year of his deal? Kyle Murray's going to be his quarterback. So, um, and they—they, uh, in fact, uh, Kingsbury admitted that they—they they do talk quite a bit. Uh, he, he talked about that last week. So. Kyler Murray's going to be a Cardinal for a long time. That that will not be an issue. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, so now Mitch yeah. Trubisky's in the fold. Obviously, Brian Dable had him in Buffalo. Guys bring people with them that know their system. Uh, but it, does he want to st- – what's the plan for Mitch Trubisky if he ends up in New York with the Giants? Yeah, people keep asking me this because I guess I had some, some, some reporting on this I put out. So he's got four to six teams involved. Um, the reason why he might not go to the Giants is yes, he would get a chance to start, but the Giants really want to step, really want Daniel Jones to start. Whereas I think if he goes to Pittsburgh, he definitely would beat out anyone they have there unless they drafted somebody. Um, Washington, now you take them off the list that they traded for one, so you could take them off that list. And clearly, um, they Washington valued Wentz higher than Trubisky. And there are two or three other teams in it, as I, as I understand it. But he really wants to go everywhere he could go. He would have a chance to start. That's 
kind of was thinking, but I would think the Giants a little bit less than the other teams. Hmm. Hmm. Um, is there another starting quarterback who will be moved this offseason? Yes, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will be, but the the issue um, is when. Remember, he's having sur- he just ha- I think he just had surgery this week. The Niners look. The Niners have already made it very clear who will be starting this season. It's going to be. I mean, look. The fact of the matter is, when when you look at their situation with Trey Lance, they know where he's at. They know he's a project, but they didn't give up the draft capital for him to sit two years. They, you can't do that. This is not a Jordan Love situation. This is just different where they took a guy who was a project. The thought around the league, Doug, was he of all the, the drafted quarterbacks last year in the early rounds, he was the farthest away from playing. But in year two, he has to play, and Garoppolo is going to be moved. Whether it's now or the draft, uh, I fully expect that to happen. Uh, but because he had surgery and he's, he's had a lot of injury in his career, I don't know if they're going to get the value that they'd really like, which, was a, which is really a high two or, or a low one. They're not getting a first-round pick. There'll be multiple teams involved. They might get a second. That, that's what their, their realistic hope would be. Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider. Cap, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. You got it, man. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Did Michigan head coach Jawan Howard apologize and seek therapy in the aftermath of the melee in Madison? You'll find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb show. Game time brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero turn lawnmowers to run their business. And first weekend, Joe's Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, the game today is... Real news, fake news. All right, real news or fake news. As part of the trade to Washington, Indy will pay half of Carson Wentz's $28 million salary next season. That's fake news. You are fake news. That is correct. Doug is one for one. Washington's paying all of it, all $28 million on the books. Uh, that includes a roster bonus that is due next week, but $28 million all taken care of by the commanders. Doug, real news or fake news that Michigan... What do you, what do you think of the deal, by the way? I don't think it's a... Uh, I I don't think it's a good deal for Washington. Hmm. I just, you know, you give it picks. And the argument of if Frank Reich doesn't believe in you, who's going to believe in you, I actually Correct. think is, is valid. But it's, yeah. I mean, is he that much of an upgrade over Taylor Heineke? Yes. I, 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 love, ta- I love Taylor Heineke. There's just a, he's tiny. There's a limit in terms of arm strength. Like, I, again, love Taylor Heineke. Knows the system. And he'll probably be with them as their backup for years to come. Remember, Taylor Heineke wasn't supposed to be the starter this year. Ryan Fitzpatrick was. I actually really like it. And I just, I think, again, here's another team that says, hey, we have, when healthy, Chase Young's healthy, we have a, we have potentially an unbelievable defense. And if our offense is just good enough, we've had, they're in the NFC East now, right? Is Carson Wentz in the, AFC West, a great quarterback? No. But what Dak's the best quarterback in that division? And they have the best defense on paper in that division, or at least defensive line in that in that division. I actually like it 
because the picks aren't that intrusive. There's no first round pick. And though it's 28 million, it's not 40 or 50. It's not crazy money. I, I, I kind of like it. Anyway. And, that, and that's game time. No, I'm kidding. Our real news or fake news. <laughs> Michigan, it's going to be soon. Michigan head coach Juwan Howard apologized, saying he sought therapy on how to be better as he publicly commented for the first time since his five game ban. Is that real news or real fake news? news? I'll go they're real news. Real and they're that is correct. He uh, spoke uh, quite a bit at the Big Ten tournament today, saying he could come with a thousand excuses, took full ownership of his actions, apologized to Wisconsin, apologized to Joe Krabenhoff. Uh, a very uh, remorseful Jawan Howard today in Indy. I-, I love it. It's a little late, but it's never too late to do the right thing, right? Yes. Real news or fake news? Finally, Syracuse head coach Jim Beheim said the apparent punch thrown by his son Buddy during today's win against Florida State was, quote, uncalled for, totally unacceptable, and not who we are, end quote. That's real news. You are fake news. No, Jim Beheim said, quote, I saw the play. The kid pushed him twice. I think it was inadvertent. It, was, it wasn't much of a punch, end quote. Um, I've seen the play. I would. I, I'd like to see the entirety of the play. I, I did feel like you caught the second guy, but it also feels like he's not going to play tomorrow. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. 1997, 25 years ago today, Notorious B.I.G. was assassinated. Kyrie went for 50 last night. What's it mean? I'll tell you next in the Doug Gottlieb Show.